You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, what's going on? Hey, good to be back. I had an extended weekend. Um, did, did not predict to have an extended weekend, and then I looked at the calendar. I was like, oh shit, my kids are marching in a parade at 9 a.m. I don't think that these guys want me to do the show from the parade. Uh, I, was, I was telling Panther, I actually listened. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was listening to the live uh, feed on, on Facebook yesterday as a... Uh, I was waiting for the parade to start, so I, I could have called in, but I, I I said, hey, listen, I'm not going to call in with a bad reception and being unprepared. Uh, who does that? No idea. I have no idea who would do that. And, and it, so I don't know. What would you rather have? Bad reception, Rosie Robot, or like a one-second delay, and you don't know when somebody's going to talk or not. I, I, technology just escapes some of us. I'm not sure, but uh, it is good to have you back. Could have used you yesterday because... You go before me on the hockey stuff. You often give us knowledge before I make my play. And I could have used knowledge before I took the fucking Hurricanes because something kept telling me to take the Rangers. And then it was Arch after I made my pick and I was stuck. I was fucking stuck. You, uh, you, 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 wouldn't have, you wouldn't have changed your mind, right? You would have... If I had told you that beforehand, because you even said, oh, it'll just wait. It'll get worse. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I mean, wait, wait until we talk hockey today, because I, you know, I'll give you the warning, and you'll still do the bet that I think you're going to bet. <laughs> or, you, or I'm just not betting it. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. There's that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys didn't talk to Celtics. Thank you for uh, waiting for me to come back and talk about the Celtics game. Uh, interest, interesting game. Uh, I think the one big takeaway that I, I, I learned is that five minutes later. You can overturn a play apparently in the NBA. I had no fucking clue about that. I, you know, I was I was watching the game and I, I like I noticed it at the time, but I didn't really make a big deal out of it until like, until you actually look at the timestamps of things and it's like holy shit, there was a lot of time between Struess's foot maybe went out of bounds and them taking three points off the board. And now there's a lot of Miami Heat fans saying, "Oh, that changes the game right there." You know, the the Heat Heat would have been you know winning. S- settle down. The, the Heat were Heat were still down by fucking ten points at that point. You know, I'm just saying. Like, uh, the, the, it's not like at that point in time the Heat 
were going to be in the lead. So, um, uh, I, I just find it fascinating though, is, is what do you do? I mean, you, you, you can't like, uh, challenge a play five minutes after the fact, right after your team has, has scrubbed the fucking footage clean and said, Oh my God, you know, this, this actually is this, you can't do that. You, you're determined to have to fucking quickly, uh, throw your challenge flag or whatever the, the green fucking light. That's, uh, that's what they have in, in basketball is, is you twirl your green fucking light to know that you're challenging. You can't do that five minutes later. So, uh, I, I know Panther, you love replay. In fact, you um, have previously been married to replay. It's one of your uh, divorces. So I, I know that you love replay. What say you about this? I am a big advocate of replay. I'm a big advocate of getting it right, but I'm a big advocate of getting it right right now. You know, that, that's part of when, when we're watching football and somebody knows that, okay, they ran a play, it could go either way, we don't want it to be reviewed, we hurry up to the line of scrimmage because we run another play, and now you can't review it. Five minutes went off the clock. Points were scored by both teams. And then we're going to take points off of the off the scoreboard? Like, I'm not okay with this. They need to address it. I thought Eric Spolster handled it pretty professionally. He, he kind of said the same thing. He's like, listen, I'm not saying this caused us to lose Boston beat us. They came out and they took it to us. Boston beat us. It's something that needs to look at when you go back and you can change the score five minutes after the fact. I mean, let's say there's three minutes left in the game and they go back after we have a final score. Are we going to change the score after it went final? I have a problem with this. (laughs) I have a lot of problems with this. Uh, It's on screen. Oh, let's see. I have to pull it up on Twitter, apparently, to replay full screen. You got to see this because I'm not sold. I'm not even sold. It's the right call. Is he? I mean, from this angle, it's 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 fractional. If he touches the line, I if you if you're you know going back into the left, back into the left, right. you see shadow above the line. Uh, it looks barely like he touches the line uh, with with uh, not even his um, his heel. It looks like the the arch of his foot yeah. just kind of comes down on the line very slow, slightly. I can't say that this is a definitive uh, out of bounds. I really can't. Like you're looking at. Uh, you know, foot hovering over the line. I, I don't know. There's no imaginary line, right? I mean, I, that, that's that's the whole thing with like, uh, you know, planes of things. You, you know, it's you touch the fucking line or you go over that line and you're out. I mean, there's players that jump out of bounds, don't land on the ground, right? They're in the air and throw the ball back inside and that's still in bounds. So to me, like, I don't think you overturn that. Like, if someone challenges no. that, I don't think you overturn that. So it's very, very weird that you know someone in in what is it uh, syracuse i don't know where the fuck they are it's not new york yeah yeah well it's i don't know i don't know if it's new york city somewhere (laughs) somewhere in new york said that oh you gotta take the three points off you know was it me was uh, like i work in the booth that night and just you know trying to be a homer i I don't fucking know um yeah i i wouldn't die in that hill you know yeah and and i just don't understand if they did that on their own like did somebody say, hey, I want to review? Did the on-court officials say, I want to review? Or did New York take it upon themselves to review this and then call in five minutes later, hey, you got to take three minutes off? Like, 
you just don't keep playing. And and I'm with Arch here. I I'm not saying it it was or wasn't, but God damn it, you took five minutes and made the phone call. You better be damn right. What you got on screen, Arch? On a made basket replay review will be conducted according to the following: in the first three periods, review at the next timeout or period break. In fourth period, prior to second mandatory timeout, review at next timeout. In fourth period after second timeout and all overtime periods, review at next clock stoppage. Upon review of the made basket, a point may be added or deducted from the team's score. Uh, I see nothing about, like, looking at, you know, I mean, maybe literally that was the next timeout or period break, like the next timeout happened. Like and that's when they they did it. I, I guess <laughs> there was no timeout, so there's nothing in between. That was just it was a pretty fa- high fast pace game. Uh, we'll say that for for most of it. Uh, so maybe that was the case. Um, by the way, who wrote this fucking rule book? Did Adam Silver wrote this? Because it sounds like a lawyer wrote this. 2008, 2009. Yeah, I mean, doesn't it sound like a fucking lawyer wrote that shit? Oh like, yeah. On the review of this and that, I like. I, Listen, it's clear as mud. (laughs) I know Chubby Zebra went to, uh, you know, fucking get his uh, ability to sell houses and shit like that. But he's not a lawyer, right? He didn't go to law school, right? No, he did not go to law school. And we're we're trusting him to interpret these fucking rules or understand these rules, even not even interpret to fucking read them. Like, I I think you need a a Harvard law degree just to fucking read these goddamn rules. Yeah. I encourage everybody out there to read the rules of the sports. Yes. It's actually really yeah. interesting. Yes. My, one of my favorite rules in the world is to uh, read what a, 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 a swing is at a pitch in baseball. It is the vaguest thing you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> Either you swung or you're not. You didn't. Oh, here it is. A swing is an attempt at a pitch that is not a bunt. It includes what is referred to as a check swing or half swing. It is up to the judgment of the umpires if the batter attempted at a pitched ball. Contrary to popular belief, a batter does not have to break his wrists in order to attempt at a pitch. Oh, interesting. That's, that's, a, that's what a swing is. Interesting. It's, it's, what, it's whatever swing. the referee or the umpire decides. Yeah, pretty much. Or, or you know... Uh, cross down. <laughs> Or, 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 if, or if the empire behind the plate has no fucking clue, then he just kind of points like in either direction. Hey, hey, you guys, you guys, you got me? Swing? No swing? No swing? Yeah, yeah. Robo umps, robo umps. Anyway. Yeah, we trust them to make balls and strike calls. So we're gonna now we're gonna trust them whether or not they can decipher what a, a swing is. I, it's not even anything in the rules that you just read. And I think the uh, assumption by the general public, by the general baseball fan, is. The belief that the bat had to go past the front of home plate and there's nothing in there that even says that so you know there's nothing about breaking the wrist there's nothing about the bat going through we're just leaving it up to an umpire and the umpire like you said or a catcher will usurp the umpire and just point down the line i want somebody else's opinion fuck you yeah catcher does it then they don't have to do shit though like they can just fucking stand there and you know, until the fucking home umpire says yay or nay uh, I've seen that before. A catcher like points on the umpire. Umpire is like, "Fuck you." <laughs> yeah, it's a request. The, the umpire doesn't have to yeah, grant it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, quick, quick question. Uh, I don't. Don't you guys feel like the Warriors should probably should be favored by a little bit more? I only saw them what minus one sixty or something like that to win the series. Don't you guys get the impression that the Warriors? I mean, they've got home court advantage. They are, you know, 
they, you know, they've won championship before. Like they, they look unstoppable. Only minus like one sixty. Does that seem weird? Um, I mean, for a series, yeah. I don't hate it. I, I listen the way Boston is capable of playing, not the way they play game in and game out, but the way they're capable of playing. I can see this going seven. Minus 150, a pinnacle for Golden State wow. to win the, the wow. series. That seems low. It, seems, it does seem low. So they're saying Boston has a chance. I, that's, I, you know, Boston goes on the road. And if, if, if they can win in Miami three times, if they can win in Milwaukee twice, they won in Brooklyn twice. We know that. I think they've got a I, I, I want to say that they're like seven and two on the road in the postseason. Be- better road record than than home record. I think they're like six and five or something like that. I, like, I, I you know, I I don't want to do the math right now. But whatever it is, they've they've got a better road record than they've got a, a home record. So, uh, man, if if they can go on the road and then you know win a couple in uh, Golden State and in San Francisco, you know, but yeah, I just it seemed it seemed low to me. I like Boston, and I think Panther, you're right. If 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 they play the way that they're capable of playing, it should be an interesting series. But they they can't pull that shit that they pulled in Miami. You know, uh, honestly, that game seven fucking made me vomit several times. It really, really did. Oh man, hockey, hockey. Got hockey. Let's do it. All right. What do we got today? We we got the Oilers Avalanche. I, I think I, I think I was trying to issue a warning about this one about about what's going on in this one. Um. Got the prohibitive favorites, right? Uh, Colorado Avalanche. Almost, almost all season, everyone's talking about them being the Stanley Cup favorites. Uh, going against the high-powered Oilers, Colorado. Listen, man, they they've been the team to beat in the Western Conference, possibly a whole league, for for some time now. And it's this Edmonton team's kind of yeah, a little bit of a surprise. Looking at Colorado, you know they got their star player Nathan McKinnon. Edmondson's got their star player, Connor McDavid, but kind of toss those names aside because they haven't really been the guys getting it done in these playoffs. Avalanche, it's, it's Miko Rantanen, uh, Nazim Kadri, Cal McCarr. All these guys are are just scoring. They're, they're doing what they need to do to uh, get this team to win. Uh, Edmonton, it's been uh, Leon Drasaddle, right? He's he's fourth in points in, in – he was fourth in points on the regular season, and I think he's leading – in points in the playoffs right now. He's been the man uh, that has, has pushed this Oilers team into the finals. Goaltending-wise, um, you know, I guess you favor Colorado with Darcy Kemper, but Mike Smith, he's, he's kind of pulled things together. He's looked better, and I think he's the reason that the Oilers are here right now, other than, you know, Calgary shit in the fucking bed. I digress. Uh, yeah, listen, the Avalanche should win. They should win this series. They should win today, but I just, uh, man, I I don't know what to fucking think about this Edmondson team. I, I kind of want to get a feel for uh, what what they're going to do in this series? If you look at the regular season, Edmonton beat Colorado six to three, and then lost twice, once in overtime, once in a shootout. You, you talk about this this whole like a hey, nightmare matchups. Edmonton might be a, a a nightmare matchup for Colorado. They could push this to seven. I I'm I'm looking right now. I the money's coming in on Colorado. That line seemed to be getting better. That's the warning I want to give you here. The value is all over Edmonton. I have the Avalanche winning this one, but not enough to fucking cover. So I'll lean Edmonton with this plus line. I I see value with the Oilers here. Yeah, I completely agree. I kind of thought if you'd asked me to set the line, Colorado at home, I mean, to me, I'm thinking close to minus 200. So to see something at minus 180 and maybe even getting better, Edmonton all season, they've had the capability of scoring. We've seen them put up 
outrageous numbers. I don't know that they necessarily played defense against Calgary or that had more to do with Calgary's ineptitude on offense, but this will be a much stiffer challenge for them. Uh, game one, you know, we really don't know what to, to think, but where it is right now, I'm with you, Max. I, I'm leaning Edmonton. Maybe I get on desk Discord later and place a bet later tonight after we see some more movement. But uh, right now, it's just a lean on me on the Oilers. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the right move. Even if you like the Avalanche, I have a hard time swallowing a minus 178, e- even if the line was moving in the right direction. Let's say it opened at 160. It's minus 178 now. I couldn't swallow that because I think the Oilers have enough of a chance to to not, to warrant a, that's um, to warrant a bet on you know Edmonton there. Uh, the series, uh, Binghamton yeah. doesn't Binghamton doesn't get knocked out in that last series. Then uh, St. Louis probably pushes it to seven. I mean, mm-hmm. St. Louis went into Colorado and beat them. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you can't tell me that. Right. You, you, yeah, you can't you can't tell me that you don't think Edmonton has a chance to go in Colorado and fucking win. Right. Right. The series price is uh, Colorado minus two thirty six. What's the plus line on Edmonton? Plus 206. Hmm. It's not bad. It's not, not, that's not terrible. Especially if, if you got a future play already on, on, on Colorado to fucking win. Hedge that shit because I, that's not bad for, for Edmonton. Probably want a little bit more juice though. Right? Yeah, maybe maybe, 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 maybe if uh, the Oilers lose today, then you, know, you get that nice like plus 280 or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. We should take a breather, I think. All right. Hey, let's talk about DJ and gear. Uh, you know, um, Saxon Max can do the DJ and gear uh, read. So why can't I uh, head over to absolutedegeneracy.com, click on the little DJ and chef icon and get uh, access to a ton of T-shirts. And now listen, everyone keeps requesting Arch to make T-shirts. No one's buying the fucking T-shirts. How about you buy some T-shirts? Arch will make some new ones. <laughs> Or are you just saying that the ones we have aren't that good? I I disagree. I think the ones we have are amazing. Like the Speedway Steve 2 shirt or the Panthers Moneyline Mafia shirt. You could be draping yourself in this stuff. That is AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Click on the DGEN shop icon. Buy our gear. Keep the lights on around here and go full DGEN. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. All right, baseball. How many you got? Uh, me? I got three. Oh, okay. Three. How about you, Panther? I got five. Five. All right. Uh, that means we're covering at least eight. Let's talk Kansas City, Cleveland. 
Guardians got the win over the Royals yesterday, but I'm still not too impressed with this Cleveland team. Uh, four games below 500. Offense has, has pretty much evened out since their hot start of the year. Numbers look much better than the Royals offense, but honestly, Casey's starting to get some better hits as of late, and, and really, they're, they're getting close. They're getting close to Cleveland, which is fucking sad for both teams. Uh, Royals should uh, win a game in this series. I do think that they will. And, and you got Daniel Lynch on the mound. He continues to be wild at heart. And I, I just I don't think that he's much worse than Cal Quantrill out there for Cleveland. So value bet ten dollars on the Royals. Yeah, not a game that I'm on. Uh, we do remember from the beginning of the season. This is where Cleveland kind of got fat to start the season with some of their runs and home runs. Maybe they can get fat here again. I, I'm still not a fan of the Royals, but when you look across the board at you know the hits, the batting average, the home runs, everything, it, Cleveland's not much better than Kansas City. So that this is kind of unbettable. I'll lean Cleveland, but a no play for me. Yeah, I'll lean the Royals with you, Max. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take this one. I just can't quite get there. Well, I lost nine cents since I wrote this down. You did. Yeah. So I'm not happy about that. I wanted that plus 120. Uh, next up for me, Anaheim, New York. Apparently, if you listen to yesterday's episode, these are two teams that are overperforming. Uh, based off my preseason analysis, I, that is actually a correct statement. I, uh, you know, Based off of where I thought these teams are going to be at, they are overperforming. Now, reality sets in, and no, these, these are... Pretty, pretty good teams. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, each of them kind of looking to break a losing streak, though. Angels dropped five in a row. Yankees have lost two in a row. Uh, as Arch painfully reminded us yesterday, no one really saw the Angels losing four in a row to the fucking Blue Jays in Anaheim, right? No one saw that. Uh, they're going to have former Met Noah Syndergaard on the mound today. He's going to try to right the ship for them. He's going to face off against Jordan Montgomery, who, if you look at his numbers... <laughs> Pretty close to Mr. Syndergaard. Uh, that Yankees rotation has been a, a pleasant surprise for them. Incredibly pleasant surprise for them. I think the Yankees returning home, I think they get the job done today. Even you know it, it, They're probably going to win this series, and I think it starts today. $10 bet on New York. Uh, the Angels need to right ship here real quick because we're talking about them overperforming. But like you said, they've lost five in a row, and a lot of that has to do with an absolutely putrid bullpen. Just, just terrible. Uh, New York has their own problems with the bullpen as they lost Ardalis Chapman. He went to the IL. Uh, so, it, look, how much pressure do we put on the starters here? I like Syndergaard just this much more, but not enough to bet it. That Angels bullpen really gives me some trust issues. I'm going to lean the Angels. Another game I don't like. Yeah, I'm gonna lean the Angels with you, Panther, but I'm not gonna not gonna bet it. Just just a just a lean. Need a little bit more than plus one eighteen to take a team that's three and seven in their last ten. Right? Oof. Let's see if I can go zero for three with you guys and talk Atlanta, Arizona. Anyway, zero for three. <laughs> All right, there we go. Uh, you know, we talk a lot about older pitchers and, and how they've kind of held things together. And I think Charlie Morton has kind of been the epitome of that for many years. Uh, this season looks like he might be uh, showing some signs of age is off to a very rough start. But hey, the Braves in general are off to a rough start. In fact, they are three games under 500 and nine and a half games back of the Mets. And if you ask me, that's exactly where they want to be. Let the Mets get way too comfortable with that big lead and then... 
they'll they'll get there right 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 in august september they'll 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 climb back they'll make the playoffs they'll knock the mets down uh braves lost six to two yesterday to arizona which i mean should give me some pause about betting the diamondbacks here today but i'm gonna do it anyway uh you know braves are eventually going to figure things out but until then i don't mind fading them when they when the line is this big so a ten dollar bet on arizona yeah, it's definitely too big of a line for the Braves, but I hit the Diamondbacks yesterday with Zach Gallen. I'm probably done with this series. I do like that plus line at home with Castellanos, but uh, look, I struck rich and I'm bailing out, so a lean on the Diamondbacks. Right. Uh, I'll lean the Diamondbacks here too, but I'm not going not gonna to take this one, I don't think. Um, let's see. The Braves have a losing record against losing teams. And the Diamondbacks are getting fat off losing teams. So, whew, interesting. 0 for 3. Those are mine. Well, let's try and ramble through these five real quick. Let's start with San Francisco at Philadelphia. I am double dipping as I hit the Giants yesterday. This, that was the Phillies' second game in a row where they went extra innings and couldn't walk away with the win. Now they put their worst pitcher in the rotation, Ranger Suarez, on the hill, and that's probably the only reason I need to fade them. I have no idea why the Phillies are an actual favorite with Ranger Suarez on the bump. Makes no sense to me. Jacob Junis is having a nice little resurgence in San Francisco. I like the way he's been pitching. I like the G-Men with the plus line. Give me 10 bucks on the 49ers. Yeah, uh, weird one here, right? Well, why why are the Giants getting the plus line here? I know they're not playing the, the great baseball, but you know I still think that they should be uh, favored here. Um, line, I, I don't know. Maybe Vegas figured the same thing out because they kind of seem to be like trying trying to bail themselves out of that big plus line the Giants had earlier. Um, money seems to be hitting Philadelphia, and that line getting better for them. So a little trappish undertones there. the 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 big question mark is: Does Girardi make it through this season? Uh, Phillies keep playing the way that they're playing. All the money that they spent, uh, does Girardi uh, keep his job? Uh, I would, I would say no. I can get rid of that guy. Uh, maybe they lose another one today and and dig him uh, one 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 foot deeper to uh, his his next grave here. So I will lean the Giants with you. I'm just going down with this Philly ship right now. <laughs> Eventually they're going to win one. Eventually Arch, they're yeah. going to win one. Yes, eleven bucks <laughs> on the Phillies. They can't lose every single game. This has got to be this has got to be the one on your list. That's just it will be soon. It will be soon. Oh man! Uh, speaking of double dipping, Washington is still in New York taking on those Metropolitans. I hit the Mets yesterday on that run line. I'm going to hit them again today on the run line. Washington's going to throw Patrick Corbin, who's just been awful for like the last four years, ever since he lost Arizona. I don't know if Washington's arm system is just that depleted but you can't keep putting patrick corbin out there he's terrible mets should take care of business even with trevor williams on the bump i like the mets i believe that run line gets me pretty close to even maybe a plus line 10 bucks on the metropolitans i was flipping back and forth between the channels between the rangers game and the, and the mets game and i was like who, who's going to get the six six first is, is uh, the rangers going to score six goals and Mets going to score six <laughs> runs well Mets scored six runs first, and then they kept going and going and going on top of that. Uh, yeah, hard to disagree. I like I like the Mets today. It's you know a little bit chalky for me, so I think the only way for you to get some value there would be to do the run line. Uh, definitely have the, the possibility of doing that. Um, it's a team that um, 
seems to win against the bad teams, right? They they, they don't get complacent like uh, Mets teams have passed. So maybe that's the big difference here is uh, they'll they'll get a, you know a higher uh, seating or you know they'll win they'll win the East because they're not taking their foot off the pedal against uh, bad teams like Washington and, and Washington. Um, we can say this: they're they're on the road. <laughs> their bats tend to do better on the road. So maybe I the over in this one. I'll, I'll lean the Mets with you here. Yeah, I'll I'll lean the Mets in this one. Uh, I'm not going to bet it, though. Uh, a little bit more, and I'd probably be betting the Nationals just a little bit more. All right, next game up. I got to figure that Arch is on this one, and I'm really surprised Max is not. We're going to look at the Fathers. They're in St. Louis. Blake Snell, who's a notable name, is not having a notable season. He came in late, was you know injured to start the season, but he's not pitched very well. Going against Adam Wainwright, if you listen to the show for the last two years, you know he's the same age as Max. There's another reason why I'm surprised Max isn't on this game. But St. Louis at home, the pitching advantage to Wainwright, and the, the Nolan Gorman, you guys remember me talking about this kid coming up. He's already hit two home runs. He's hitting over 350. I really think this helps solidify that Cardinal offense. I love the Cardinals today. Ten bucks on St. Louis. Yeah, tons of moral support here. It's a tad bit too choppy for me. Just a tad bit. I think uh, maybe if the, it, the way that it opened was perfect for me. Minus 120, I'm all over the Cardinals. It's, it's just gotten a, a little bit worse, which I think is a good indicator. The money's hammering St. Louis here. The line's getting worse. Just pushed me a little bit out of my threshold here. A lean on the other team from uh, Missouri. That's right. I'm going to double dip on them. I agree with you, Sex Panther. I've hit him yesterday. I'm going to hit him again today. I, I like them an awful lot. With the, I don't think the Padres match up well with St. Louis at all. So 11 bucks on the Cardinals. You know, it wouldn't be a Panther day if I didn't just dump Dick first into a trap. And I think I found one. Let's take a look at Milwaukee going to the Cubs. You know, Milwaukee's battling some <laughs> issues with um, Brandon Woodruff and Freddie Peralta being on the IL, but Eric Lauer has really stepped up. He's got a 2.31 ERA. He's been pitching phenomenally. And an Eric Lauer I trust. I really don't trust the Cubs, even if they are at home. But this minus 140, it feels a little giftish. I think Milwaukee should probably be favored by more than that. Could be a trap. Could be a gift. Either way, I'm on the Brew Crew. Ten bucks on Milwaukee. Yeah, maybe it was just a year too early on the Eric Lauer bandwagon. Uh, you got to remember last year, I, I really liked Lauer in the first half of the season. He completely fell apart in the second half of the season. Maybe that's what he has in store for this year as well. Maybe he's going to be Cy Young for the first half and then uh, just completely fall apart in the second half. Uh, I, I, yeah, you're right. This does look a little trappish here. Uh, I, I don't like this one. I think the Cubs at home are always a dangerous team. I have such a, a terrible fucking beat on the Brewers that I, I don't I don't even want to fucking touch them. I think I maybe I dug myself out of the Brewers hole. I, I had a couple of fucking bets on them that got me out. Maybe out of the fucking red on them. Um, the the sharps the sharps like Chicago today. Uh, so yeah, I'll lean the Brewers with you, but I fucking hate this game. Yeah, I'm I'm on the opposite side of you, Sex Panther. I have the Cubs winning this game plus or yeah, close enough. Plus one fourteen. Tons of value in my mind. So give me the Cubbies at home for eleven bucks. If that one wasn't trappish enough for you, this one might be. Houston at Oakland. These aren't even comparable teams. Houston, significantly better in the ERA department, much better pitching. Christian Javier. Having a fine season. Hitting-wise, the Astros almost double the A's in home runs. And, yeah, we're looking at Houston minus 135. 
I hope that's getting worse. I really hope that's getting worse because <laughs> this is fucking. I'm look. I'm doing it. I, I I'm not turning it down. But this is so far off. I don't know how they ever got to 135. Give me 10 bucks on the Astros. Yeah, it opened at minus 140. So Jesus Christ. Don't don't like that at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, another one where it's, it's, I feel like the Astros should win this one. Uh, Oakland at home, just absolutely fucking atrocious. I mean, Oakland anywhere has been absolutely atrocious uh the the sharps the sharps same thing they they like the athletics in this one so there might be something up here something that we that we're not understanding or seeing uh from our purview here but i will lean the astros with you yeah i mean i'll lean the astros but i'm not gonna bet this game i yeah i don't know what to think of this i honestly don't know yeah it's it, it screams it's off i don't know what the hell's going on but this should have been minus 180 at the worst. Uh, that's all I got, Arch. That's, yeah, you hit the Cubs. That was my last game. Uh, we do have a couple of plays from Iceberg. I saw he he put these in before the commercial break. Uh, Diamondbacks plus one and a half and San Francisco minus one and a half. Really? That's those Giants. Yeah. God, the Phillies can't just they can't just keep losing every single game, right? It was by one by one run. That's something you want to win. Statistically speaking, they they should win at some point in time. I mean, I, I was listen. I was hoping that the Cincinnati Reds was not going. We're not going to win a fucking game for the rest of the goddamn season. <laughs> and they ended up with uh, what the third best winning percentage. Uh, yeah, I think it's like the Dodgers, the Yankees, and fucking Cincinnati in the time span of of, of you know the last few weeks. You know, so. Um, uh, maybe maybe Philadelphia's. I, I, you got to look at Girardi, right? I mean, you got. I, I again, I don't know how much a manager fucking plays into fucking shit like this, but like, yeah, it just seems like he's detrimental to that team. <laughs> All that money that they spent. I mean, granted, they didn't spend money on pitching, so you know, that's. Like, can you combine the Phillies and the Marlins into one super team? Could you just do that? They'd be a they'd be contender. They would be. I mean, Mar- Marlon's got two fucking Cy Young, uh, right? I mean, who who do you put fucking Cy Young right now? Uh, Alcantara or Lopez? Flip a, flip a fucking coin. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Imagine if they kept Zach Allen. Goddamn. Yeah. Well, thankfully they got all that hitting back. Yeah, right. Him. All that power. <laughs> <laughs> all right. What do we talk about today? We talked about Max being at a parade. He left the most interesting tidbits about the parade out of the podcast. We I, talked I, I, about. Uh, <laughs> we talked about three pointers just disappearing, just whenever they just evaporate into the ether. Who knows why? And we talked about hockey and baseball. Max, that's it. I mentioned the lobster bisque. <laughs> Download the DGENS app for Android, iOS, listen to anything but our picture. Picks anyone's picks over on Twitter at BettingAbsolute. No matter where you listen to that, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther! Need a pick for me? What's it going to be? I will take Kansas City Royals. Ooh. Arch, who you like? Most of my picks are fading you. Give me the Don't take the Phillies because I'm taking the Giants. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, Cardinals. Oh, I like that one. I like that one. I, you know, this is pretty good. I think it's a pretty good lineup. I don't know about those Royals, but hey, it's Kansas City, the Giants, and the Cardinals. That is your D-Gen parlay. 
We're hanging out on Facebook. We are on Twitter, but mostly it is the book club in Discord. You guys got to get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.